0: Go. Alrighty. Welcome back to the Liverpool Strength Podcast. Um, yeah, we'd be, we've taken a couple of weeks off for various reasons. Uh, I think one week I was ill and then James was ill and then I was ill again. And, and then I was ill again. And well, then James was Ill, was Ill again. So <laughs> you wouldn't have wanted to listen to our fucking sick Pathetics during that time. So yeah, thanks Actually, for coming I,
1: back. I lost my, I lost my voice after like mm. in the second day of being ill. Like
0: on like the day before I got ill, um, I was in there in the evening and I was like d- deteriorating quite badly. Woke up the next day and was like, "Oh good lord, I am <laughs> not in a good way here," and was just written off for the next like four days, so I think that it's stuff that's been doing the rounds, all that kind of like C-word stuff, yeah, just and the flu as well, so. It's that time of year, is everyone's mm. coming down with something. Everyone's coming down with something, it's cold and flu season, which is which is great, happy Christmas and all that, um, but before we get into today's topic, I uh, wanted to tell you all about the five week January shred. Now, December is usually a month where um, we can kind of fall out of the habit of training, we can fall out of the habit with our nutrition. Essentially, um, we want to look at December as a little bit of damage control for the amount of social events that we have on. I'm the same. Like I kind of uh, cruise through my training during December because it's very easy to just sack things off and go, yeah, do you ma- know what? my nutrition's gone out the window. Yeah, this <laughs> a million percent, like, it's uh, it's awful, and I think it probably stems from probably advent calendars, like, yeah, you I got suppose. an advent calendar, it's going to kind of put you in the wrong, in the wrong sort yeah, of headspace sure. to yeah. eat healthy, but, it's, it's
1: the mince pies as well, like,
0: mince pies, around. mate, like, for, like after, after December the 1st, mince pie. December the 1st, Jane had brought home uh, two trays mm-hmm. of mince pies, and I think I'd eaten, like, they come in sixes i'd eaten four of them within like five minutes of being home so yeah you're not alone it happens (laughs) so what we wanted to do is tell you about our five week january shred challenge um it's based off three training sessions per week in the gym with myself james jane and sam Uh, we'll guide you through your training um you can basically shake off the December excess. It'll be a prize for the best transformation. Uh, so if you head to the link that's in the comments, uh, you'll be able to find out more details. And you'll also uh, have a bit of a scary countdown to how long is left of uh, 2022, which is kind of scary, crazy when you think about it. So yeah, just before we get stuck into the show, uh wanted to talk about the five-week January shred. Start off 2023 right. Head to the link that's in the comments or in the bio. Um, and yeah, let's get the ball rolling on a successful 2023.
1: Speaking of 2023, <laughs> the topic of this podcast is, obviously January is the time for people to, to get into the gym, all those New Year's resolutions and all that. Put together sort of a little... A gym starter kit, sort of the, the essentials of what you'd, or what we find to be useful in a gym to...
0: To start out with. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. To, to help you on the way to, to gains. So
0: what's, sort of what what's number one on the list? Also, you. just before we get into it, this is a protein shake. I'm kidding myself that I'm being healthy. <laughs> <laughs> and one thing that I did see just before we get stuck into that is if you ever see anyone who shakes their protein shake without putting the finger over the lid, yeah. they have never gone through any hardship in their life. Because <laughs> you it. must have done it when you've shaken it and it's not quite being on properly or it's popped off and just mm-hmm. gone all over you. Imagine with like pre-workouts. Like, yeah.
1: It just pops you know, off. <laughs> just Yeah, that's a little the podcast with the gym hack.
0: Mm. Put your finger over it and shake it.
1: <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> anyway, f- what was first up? First up... I've got to get a decent pair of, like, flat shoes. Again, none of this soft, cushiony rubbish.
0: Yeah, Should I, I think it? that's a great point.
1: Um, I lift in, in vans, or I have specific, like, power things, like deadlift slippers to mm. just help me, like, stick to the floor. Yeah. And just offer that extra bit
0: of flat, yeah, flat-footedness. Extra, extra kind of support. It, I, I find that stuff like that, it makes you feel a bit more connected to the floor, yeah. which might sound like woo-woo or whatever to someone who's not necessarily, like, into the gym. But if you've got, like... Even if you've got, like, 60 kilos on your back and you've never squatted 60 kilos before, knowing how much pressure is going through your legs and your ankles yeah. can be helpful. you feel a bit, like,
1: grounded. Gr- yeah, yeah like, a like, a bit round more grounded round,
0: just... so you can drive a little bit more. Like, um, I think there's probably a pretty good reason why the best deadlifters in the world don't wear... Um, <sighs>
1: Sometimes, or sometimes
0: you'll see them do it barefoot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's like, so yeah, really get a grip of the floor. Extra connection to the floor. So I think that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good one. Uh, if you're looking for Christmas shopping ideas for your, I've been mean, bearing in mind this is coming out tomorrow, which is going to be Amazon Prime will still be, still be, <laughs> yeah, still be going. Two, two days before Christmas. Um, you can go vans. Um, if you're looking for a specific present for someone, I'd Me- probably say like Reebok Me- Nanos. Mecons. Mecons. I like, I like um there's a variety of different types of squatting shoe, but as a sort of all round kind of shoe, you can't really go wrong with something that's nice and flat footed. You can generally do everything in to go. I mean I've got I've got nanos on. These are a bit springy, though, so I don't tend to train in these. Um, but yeah, Reebok Nanos, uh, Nike Metcons, Vans, Com- Converse is a pretty good one, in my opinion. Uh, it's high tops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, great. Uh, strong start there. You want to have that little bit of extra connection to the floor, especially if you're lifting weights. Now, if you're going running, then wear a pair of running shoes. If you're going to lift some weights, wear some shoes that are either optimized or designed for it. Yeah. So the only thing I run to is the fridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: sure, yeah sure. <laughs> And then, obviously yeah, the goal of my training is to be able to come into the gym and like just lift in like Timbs, Timbaland mm-hmm. Timbaland boots. Well, a yeah. like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> pretty solid choice for squatting un- a bench. In.
1: Untied Timbaland boots just to like rock, rock <laughs> up. just. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and a lumberjack shirt
1: yeah sleeveless slumber. you rip that yourself just like <laughs> just jacked
0: so yeah there's a great start for uh, 2023 uh, for things in your gym bag next up would be a some sort of notebook
1: or like notepad just to keep track of your, your lifts your progress so you can flick back to it week to week just to see you actually are making progress and just winging it and guessing each time absolutely and can actually like keep track of the progress because it takes takes a long time, but when you look back to where you came from, be like, if you stick oh, tra- wow. tra- your track from jan- January 1st to December, you can take see how
0: far you're you've going come. To a hell of a lot. Consistently train two, three times a week, you're gonna have gotten stronger. Like um, I found it funny. Like I found my one of my little
1: notepads from almost 10 years ago, which is not very nice to say. <laughs> but I say I've been like tracking for 10 years, but it was like I was barely getting like eight reps on the 27 and a half dumbbell benching. Yeah. Like,
0: and now that's like a, <laughs> that's like a the warm first warm up set. Yeah. 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 Like, it's a great point. If it can be tracked, it can be changed and improved. So, um, what's the phrase?
1: What, what gets measured, what what gets measured, gets managed. Yeah. So. so um,
0: and having that like physical thing of being able to look back and go, Oh, this time last year I was bench pressing the bar. I mean, it happens in here all the time. Like, um, especially like recently with like, think looking at some powerlifting names, uh, on uh, on the board over there. In the, they're currently doing a program where they, it's basically three weeks on and a week off, three weeks on and a week off. Um, in this last block, <laughs> one one of the one of the guys is repping out an old one rep max from six months ago, which was written on the board. And actually hit. Um, everyone's hit PBs in pretty much everything, but there's one specific person that I'm thinking of. Put five kilos on the <laughs> the squat max for it was like uh, five was it five or six sets of three. It was six, six, three, six, six, it? Six, six, six sets of three, and um, put five kilos more on than what they were doing six months ago. So having having that sort of uh, record to track. I mean, we're lucky here in that we frequently test every six, eight, ten weeks. Um, everyone's names on the board with their numbers. So it's, you've and always got something to aim for. Um, every, every member's also got a, a training diary. like yeah, yeah. And usually tend to find the ones that get the best results, are the, the ones, ones yeah. that do track a bit more diligently. You don't have to, you don't absolutely don't have to track. But coming back to that, uh, co- coming back to if it can be tracked it can be changed and improved so if you're coming into the gym every single time and squatting two plates say, if you do that for long enough then your body's going to basically be like yeah we, we know how to do that whereas if you're actively tracking and go last week I squatted two plates so this week I'm going to aim squat two plates and some 1.25's And then next week, we're going to aim to add some more 1.25s on. Um, Across the course of a year, that's a shitload of progress. So definitely worthwhile. Some kind of training diary. Um, We have our fancy ones, which every member gets. Um, So yeah, any members that don't currently track, use your training diary. (laughs) Because you'll get better results. Um, Yeah, great addition to a gym bag
1: up next again these aren't any in particular order i'm trying to sort of put them in order but right. i'd say next be, be some lifting straps again for things like rows anything that involves grip work if you grip your grip's gonna give out first regardless of mm. how strong it is anyway yeah so it's just always good to have them there i think it's yeah. like an, um, a d- think- if a if the gym doesn't have chalk as well it can yeah be then it's a real placement for that that's, yeah, that's yeah. next on the list but yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah um, it's good pair of lifting straps helps keep the focus on what you want to do like I I I've started using mine again for dumbbell rows and I just feel so much better so much better on the back like yeah, yeah. my back actually gets sore again
0: you <laughs> actually focusing on yeah the part of the movement that you want it to be hitting as opposed to just like oh my grip's failing <laughs> yeah yeah you don't want to <laughs> I think that if if um if your grip is, is a limiting factor and you're not looking to go into something like powerlifting or weightlifting, then yeah, definitely grab some, definitely get some, some lifting straps. I would probably say, uh, if you're a powerlifter or a weightlifter, can the straps off, um, like maybe 12 weeks before a competition, 10, 12 weeks before a competition, because obviously you're not allowed to use them in a competition. But yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely a place for um, lifting straps. I, I use mine loads, and I do <laughs> compete in weightlifting. So <laughs> it's a bit of a hypocritical thing to say. Um, although I did find that going from using straps for like stuff like snatching, uh, it was a bit of a, a difficult way to transition back to not using straps. So maybe if you know you're going to have a big off season and you're a weight to throw a power lifter then yeah definitely use them because like you say you can concentrate on the uh, the actual muscles that you want to hit as opposed to just but you being, also, like still add grip
1: work in as well yeah, I'm not yeah, saying just yeah. neglect it but yeah, still it. Yeah,
0: absolutely absolutely um, do think that's a great addition um, lifting straps don't see anything wrong with them um, it's just another tool uh, just, just another tool to help you make progress. Which, really, that's what, that's what we want.
1: Yeah. as I, I be careful, being like using a frayed strap thing, like weightlifting pulls <laughs> or anything. Because I've, <laughs> I've done it before as well. We you, you go to do a pull, and one side snaps, and that side just flies. Like that you I, fly around the bar. That actually
0: happened to me with my uh, weightlifting house straps. Um, it looks funny but it's
1: not like scary. it's like, it scary
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I think I was doing I think I was doing like clean pulls with like like it, it was like right at the business end towards like competition day. Yeah. I think I was doing a clean pull, it was like hundred and fifty hundred uh, and ten percent of like max clean. So it was a pretty heavy weight and was obviously strapped in. <laughs> I made contact bars here and as it's about to come down, you know, you you kinda of, you don't really lower the bar with a with a pull. You generally just like let the momentum take it down and but keep your hands on it. Like still have your hand in one side and the other what side just went bink <laughs> accelerated towards the floor. Which yeah, what it was funny. If if I'd have been watching it, it would have been hilarious. But yeah, it's pretty. Uh, in that moment, pretty it's pretty terrifying so. to like <laughs> to actually be. in. so yeah, if you take anything from this podcast, never trust. Keep keep your finger on the bottle <laughs> when you're making a protein shake, and never trust a frayed strap.
1: <laughs> and then, if you don't want to use straps, well, next unless it be some some sort of chalk, whether that's liquid chalk or chalk blocks. Again, that just that helps with that grip as well. Mm-hmm. Although it doesn't. Absolutely, um, it's not the same as chalk, but like obviously chalk used in power training, it's in comps to keep hold of the bar.
0: So it is like perfectly legal um, in. Uh,
1: Although some gyms don't allow it, but mm-hmm. we do. Just Bridget. don't, just don't spill just it. Fucking <laughs> bunch
0: of poses though. Places that places that places that use barbells and don't let chalk. That's a fitness studio. That's not a gym. Like. You might as well be running, if you're on about doing like barbell training and like like heavy deadlifts, but you're not gonna let people use chalk. Yeah. Like I, I went to a gym. Get the fuck out. A <laughs> few, few years ago, it had four
1: platforms, like lifting lifting kit, but no chalk was allowed. Mm. But I had my little pile next to the, like, behind me there, and the <laughs> lad who was working. He was fine because he like, saw so I was lifting like. Yeah, I, I, was sn- I was snatching, like, yeah. and he was like. Yeah, it was like, it's kind you hard. need it. Like. It's like I'm not gonna. Try.
0: Yeah, I, I'd, I'd ch- firstly, so let's expand on this a little bit. Like, if uh, if you're lifting in a gym and you want to lift, like, seriously, uh, but your gym doesn't allow chalk, then it's time to find a new gym, <laughs> first and foremost. <laughs> yeah. If your gym does allow it, then my preference would be on getting, like, you know, like a climber's chalk bag. Yeah. But obviously be, obviously, respectful to the facility, all that kind of stuff, because that liquid you chalk stuff... Liquid chalk stuff for all it's... Um,
1: yeah, it can damage the nailing, can't it?
0: Yeah. Oh, no. That was yours. Lights are off. Yeah. Fuck. That's why just have to sync up there. Oh, yeah. The audio. What a wonderful job. Um, I, mean, I just I mean, clocked that on yours and was like, oh, no, James is, isn't working. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll I mean, is, be fine. Is the f- anyway carry on <laughs> I find that like whenever I've used liquid chalk I don't know I just find it a bit minging to be honest with you like yeah, go, it's a bit minging on your hands yeah. it's, a, it's ming it's fucking grim to clean um, so I would say if you're absolutely desperate use the real stuff use the real stuff but if that's like going to be impossible for you to get um then yeah, go go for uh, go for liquid chalk, um. But yeah, so yeah, basically chalk chalk just works by drying the moisture that's on your hands to make you grip the bar better. That's all. That's
1: and then this is that's the last thing on my list because written about five minutes ago, <laughs> it was like some sort of tripod or like hey. so you can. <laughs> that's what she used to call me. <laughs> so yeah, instead so, of
0: so, instead of recording your lifts like in your shoe or balancing it on something
1: yeah just that adds like you can get a set, a set of different heights like if you're lifting up and i we say try and call from like hip height mm. so you can get a good good view of everything
0: yeah that's a that's a great shout like if you're training without
1: especially if you've got like a, a coach who wants to like to see the lifts yeah like,
0: if, if if that's literally the point i was just about to make like if you're training without like a coach present or you do have a coach that's not actually physically there in the session, um, they're probably at some point going to want to see what you've been doing. Um, So having some kind of like portable uh, tripod is a good idea. The one we're using for the camera was like 12 quid off Amazon and that like it folds down into like a small little thing that can quite easily be put into a gym bag um, but yeah, if you're uh, if you've got an online coach, that's probably going to be part of the agreement that you film some of your sets and upload it to like wherever where, whatever platform it is that they use. That's what that's what we do here. Um, get people to upload their lifts because then that means that we can just have a quick review, see if anything needs changing, see if we need to adapt things a little bit, um, and basically help you improve. So yeah, tripods a good idea. Like, spent a long time. I think once in a commercial gym, I, b- <laughs> I balanced me phone because obviously I had weightlifting shoes. <laughs> and I Had shoe my on. weightlifting shoe, uh, had oh, me weightlifting shit. shoes on, so snatching, um, and I b- <laughs> used me shoe to balance uh, me camera in the actual uh, sole of the shoe, so like where your foot goes. But it was up on a bin. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that can all be solved by just getting a tripod, spending yeah, tripped, like a tenner on a tripod like random places. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that's a pretty good list. But yeah, um, so I'd say
1: if you're nervous to film, like, don't be like everyone. Everyone films nowadays. Mm, like, yeah. no, no one's gonna like judge you or think what they, what what are they doing? Like,
0: yeah, like,
1: like I I film stuff all the time. Like, any of my go to, I'm always there with my tripod. Like, I do no, I do get no some looks, cares. but no one's like,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, like at the end of the day. Does it really matter just, what think? Just do think? You. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that that's like a, a pretty good point, to be honest with you. Um, get stuck in and yeah, you'll be fine. Grab some of these things. All of these things are just tools, so none of them can replace. Actually turning up to the gym and training, training hard, none of them can replace that. Um, so yeah, first and foremost... Get to the gym, have a plan. But yeah, definitely uh, for 2023, if you want to take your training seriously, then look to invest in those seven things, six things. Um, six. Six? Yeah, so we'll say, have a plan, and we'll call that seven. <laughs> But yeah, uh, thanks for listening slash watching. Uh, Once again, check out the link that should be below. Um, That's a link to our five-week January shred, which is going to be fucking awesome. We've got like four or five people already on board with that who are keen to start off uh, January with some real good progress to serve them well for the rest of the year so that they can spend the next Christmas period not really worrying too much about what they're eating and drinking, uh, and they can just generally enjoy themselves throughout the rest of the year. Hey, we'll see you in the next one.
1: Bye.